With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Locked and loaded here at the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. The marching band refuses to yield the field, so we'll just have to scream over the top of them here as we celebrate the end of Thursday night football 23-17. Your file. Well, it was either that I was gonna start singing Vincent, but that's a song nobody knows, Bernie. Well, it's a it's a very good song. Of course, you're referring to the great Don McLean of Apple American Pie fame, and the song was about Vincent Van Gogh. I, this is good stuff. Now, the folks. tortured artist. I mean, oh, it, it, very, yes. You know, Don McLean. They they had a an American Pie. This is you, you'll appreciate this. So obviously, we have the movies and some of the raunchy teen, teenage uh, angst kind of thing. But they also had a Topps trading card, the, the famous trading card company. We yep. we note all the big sales that hit the auction blocks or whatever else. But they actually, years ago, did a series of sets over a couple of years called American Pie. And it yes. was co- commemorating a lot of pop culture moments. At one point, I did buy a event-worn card so I don't know if it was a shirt or a pair of pants, of Don McLean, just for giggles. Well, he had quite the career. Obviously, the song American Pie has become a, a standard, and he even had a fourth hit, Dreidel, which had a nice little uh, staccato step to it. But uh, Vin- between Vincent and uh, American Pie, that put him on the map. There you have it. He's Bernie Fratto in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. As we come to you live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, 
and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Cowboys 27-13, the final, uh, outscoring the Titans 10-0 in the final frame to get to that 27-13 total. Joshua Dobbs acquitting himself quite nicely on the night. 20 of 39, 232, 1-1, one one, two sacks. You saw Traylon Burks, why they went after him. A couple of big catches, four for 66. Robert Woods. Came over from the Rams, 5 for 39 and a score. All fine. That's all the losing side of things was Hassan Haskins, the leading rusher for the victorious Cowboys. Uh, and we get into the playoff seeding and all of that fun stuff. So mm-hmm. much to be determined here these final two weeks, Bernie. Uh, but Prescott overcame the two first-half interceptions, finishes with 282, 2-2. Two and two. Malik Davis spells Tony Pollard. For you fantasy nerds like me out there, he gave you a little over eight points on his 12 touches. Ezekiel Elliott barely fell forward. Actually, he didn't. He was at 1.9 yards per carry. But he did find the end zone to give you some love in C.D. Lamb, 11 for 100. That is a nice night for you for fantasy purposes on his 14 targets. But the star of the night, Dalton Schultz. Uh, all sorts of old TV references. We can get into that or Roadhouse, as it were. Seven catches on 10 targets, 56 yards, and two. Count them, two touchdowns as the Cowboys succeed and proceed. And what I love about our industry, Bernie, is that the Cowboys, This is a, it's a nice win, right? It's a nice standalone win. You pull away late, and maybe you backed your, uh, your, your backers uh, by winning by 14, depending on where you got in in the timeline. But the idea is it's like, okay, that's a nice win. Check the box. You're expected to win that game. Titans pretty much benched anybody of note. No disrespect to any of those that did participate, but a lot of starters got to sit this one out in anticipation of week 18 for the AFC South crown against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it was expected that they would win. So now we do the old improvisational act of yes and. And what does it mean at this point? We're waiting for playoff seating. Take care of your own business. See where the chips fall. And then everybody just wants to see what Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys will do with the playoffs anyway. Because we mentioned him a little bit earlier related to the Broncos. And you can go into any other opening that may may open, uh, opening that may uh, come available, I should say, in the coaching world. Uh, that Sean Payton's face, just like all quarterbacks, has been affixed to sweatshirts and ball caps of so many other teams that the Cowboys are still out there. And I say it here, it's still in Los Angeles. Chargers made the playoffs, but if Staley goes out in the first round and they have the opportunity to get Sean Payton, don't you like Sean Payton more? Uh, yes. Right? I, I mean, that, if you have the a... opportunity, you make the upgrade. Think about what you just said a minute ago. So Dallas gets the W tonight, and as you aptly put it, look, they when they add up the victories at the end of the year, they don't ask Kyle just how many. But right. if you're a Dallas fan, I got to believe right about now, if you're being honest with yourself, you got rope burns from your rosary knowing what could happen into the playoffs, and here's why. Right now, the Cowboys are a number five seed. They're not going to win their division, which means it's likely, I believe, the scenario will be they'll have to go to Tampa Bay, play the number four seed, Bucks week one. So now you got a road playoff game against a corner rat that's going to be dangerous, and you're going outside on grass, where Dallas is one and three in the year outside on grass. You've got to be a little worried if you're a Cowboys fan. You'll take the W tonight, but at the same time, as you look forward, you just have to be honest with yourself and say this team has a, a few holes to iron out. 
And that's the cure. And you got guys playing hurt. I mean, you see Micah Parsons. He's got a giant bandage on his hand. He's uh, cast. He, 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 right? he got a full he, cast on his left right? hand. He's, he's running around there. He's looking like he, he's ready to. So get uh, put, scissor hands for crying out well, loud. Well, or to put a, a glove on and get in the next edition of Creed or an extension of the Rocky <laughs> franchise. That's kind of where we're at. Hey, he's taped up. He's just waiting for the glove man to come over. So, I mean, we've got that rolling on, and he's got myriad other things going on. He's not working with the same gait that he was earlier in the season. You've got Tony Pollard, who's been a big part of your offense. He misses tonight. Yeah, you can you can always throw it as a, all right, you're supposed to win this. You've got Malik Davis. You still have Ezekiel. You expect to win this game. But anytime a guy has to miss this and you've got an injury that legitimately puts him out. Like, I don't know how serious Derrick Henry's hip thing is. It just becomes a, can you check a box? So we put it into the, into the sheet of why he's missing the game. Other than you don't want him to play today. You know that you don't gotta be Fellini to figure this one out. Next week is their season. That's it. And, and Derrick Henry's going to be their bell cow. And I got Josh Dobbs got some valuable reps tonight. That's going to be a great pretty game. Good throws under, under duress oh, he did. He and did. making plays to, to Burks and to, to Robert Woods. So I, I think there's some opportunity there. And, and it's the curiosity. First career start for a guy who's been in the league. We talked about his travels earlier uh, in the show. But let, let's face it, as much as we like talking about Tennessee Titans football, unless we don't, uh, we, we <laughs> it's a national radio show. What's pulling, hey, the show's what's today. pulling excitement? The Titans or the Cowboys? You no, the, the Cowboys even with the win. That, hey, look, you get the Titans and Cowboys in Amazon on Thursday night. Who needs sex, right? Let's move on. Wow, that was that escalated quickly. That's what we do here on Fox Sports Radio. See, I, I'm a guy that is usually a yes and approach, as I said, the improv. So I want both. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a, that's all I'll say to that. Uh, and this is America. This is live how you want to live. It is the land of opportunity, choice, and gluttony. There's no question about it. Speaking of which, uh, the Good folks in Baltimore uh, gluttonizing <laughs> over the lack of answers. Related, like, really, they're, they're trying to feast on just very few words coming from Coach Harbaugh. Uh, John Harbaugh, who in the past has been, you know, loquacious and giving and, and loud and, and giving you long answers related to anything having to do with this squad. Related to Lamar Jackson? Eh, there, there seems to be a, a tipping point that has been reached in terms of his patience with his quarterback's injury and having to answer questions about it. Uh, missing another practice. We saw reports earlier today, numerous sources. Well, he's been really good at getting to his rehab uh, assignments and and getting the work done, which is great. All, all fine and good. But uh, off of a website that has uh, accumulated this, part of the SB Nation, the Baltimore Beatdown, uh, Kyle Barber has amassed some of the quotes going on with uh, John Harbaugh when asked about Lamar Jackson. And and I thought you might enter, be entertained by this. Uh, so going back to the 4th of December against Denver, this is post game. Quote, Lamar has a knee. It's not a season-ending type of knee. We'll get more tests tomorrow. I'll let you know how long it's going to be. We'll see. Hopefully I'll have something for you tomorrow. Certainly by Wednesday it'll be more definitive. Keep going. Uh, presser on Monday. You have an update on Lamar? Yeah, he's been through MRIs. I'd say it's week to week. It's going to be a weekly thing. So as the week goes on, we'll see for this week. Probably less likely for this week, but, hey, it's not impossible. After that, it'll come more and more likely. Uh, on the 7th, asked once again, I, is it a sprain? Yeah, 
I don't think I'm going to get any detailed diagnosis on that. We'll let it play out. The Friday of that week, we didn't see Lamar for the past three days. Is it going to be Tyler Huntley? Yes. It looks like it's going to be Tyler. Move forward. Now these are getting shorter, right? (laughs) You mentioned Lamar Jackson. Consideration for this week? This is on the 12th. I just don't know. I don't know. You make some kind of statement, it turns out to be you just don't have enough information to make it yet. That's how these injuries work. Now, reminder, that's a full eight days after you're saying it's like, yeah, it's not serious, probably week to week, and and we'll get there. Uh, Goes to the 19th. Do you expect Lamar to return this week? This is from a guy named Jameson Hensley asked question. Quote, I knew you were going to ask that, or somebody was. A couple other injuries coming up, and I think I'm going to climb behind the barricade of it's probably not the time to put a lot of information out there on our injuries for competitive purposes. 20th. Shorter. (laughs) I'm not commenting on any of that stuff right now. We're going to get ready for the game, and the guys will be on the injury report. 22nd, Lamar Jackson not practicing. practicing. Is it going to be Tyler Huntley on Saturday? Harbaugh, it does. It does. (laughs) And then the 24th, and then the 26th. And now today, it was, hey, uh, it was reported he has a PCL injury. Do you know if it was a sprain or strain? Harbaugh, quote, I'm not really. It's not for me to say. We're just coaching the guys out here right now. That's where we've gotten to oh. John Harbaugh. It went from yeah. long, hey, we're, we're optimistic. It's week to week. There's some in Baltimore speculating that now there's there's the bit of the business side of things with Lamar Jackson that's tugging at him as much as any knee injury. So, so you started your chronological narrative back on December 4th after the after the Denver game, and he was somewhat specific. And here, almost four weeks later, uh, you know, Baghdad, Baghdad Bob's got nothing on It was the thing you. with the guy in the place. Exactly. You ever, Mike, you know those people that they just never, they equivocate, you ask them a question, uh, hey, you have a hard time making up your mind? Well, yes and no. That's what it sounds like the last <laughs> month. Now, I, I, who knew? I, I'm starting to think now, Lord forgive me for this, I'll go to confession this week. I'm starting to think Lamar Jackson's just a little diabolical because I don't believe he's going to all his treatment. I, there have been reports that he's missed some of his treatments, and he realizes now when you watch this offense that this does not look good. Mm-hmm. You, he's in a de facto way making the case that this is how much Baltimore needs him. Take a look into your future, Tyler uh, You know Huntley. I, not good. So... Lamar Jackson probably first and foremost wants to get himself healthy, but this is sort of turned into like a hockey conversation where they're so vague and obtuse. It's an upper you know, body injury. Lower body injury. That's what they exactly. For all we know, he's got, you know, his bunions are acting up. They're just not telling us. So the longer he sits out and the more it's evident that Baltimore needs him, I, I the real question here, the subtext is, does Lamar Jackson benefit from this and does it actually help his contract situation, which still, Mike, is the elephant in the room. Well, that's it. And and Bishotti has been the loudest. I mean, basically, yeah, have you ever seen the episode of The Simpsons? And, and this is me because i got to embrace the inner child in me sometimes. That's what too, you do. Is is the Bart Simpson episode where he has the access to all the police gear and he grabs all the megaphones and uh, goes, testing. And then all the stuff blows out, all the windows blow out of the, the cars and and horns and sirens start all over. That's kind of where Lamar is. But that was what uh, Bashadi sounded like after the Deshaun Watson contract was. Nobody's getting that much money. Nobody's worth that much money. What are you doing over there in Cleveland? Now, some of it was to rib a fellow division owner. The other part is 
I got to pay my quarterback. What the hell are you doing to me? And well, I, so- I think philosophically, and it goes back to the style of play, longevity. Like, I'll always celebrate the length of a career of Cam Newton before the 100 carries plus sacks plus everything else wore his body down to where he wasn't the same dynamo that he once was. And Harbaugh and the Ravens, and, like, they, they need to find – more receivers that that show up on a, on a given day uh, than what they've done for Lamar Jackson. But given the way he's worked his body, is is he a guy you want to commit all sorts well, of guaranteed money for for four you know or five what, more years? They, what what do they offer him? One hundred eighty million guaranteed. You well, can't say but, he had but, a good... it, but it's all it's all rumor, conjecture, speculation. But yeah, one hundred eighty. But he million wants what good, yeah. he wants what Deshaun Watson got, and that's never going to happen with any, anybody again. That that is just a complete one off. And I like your Simpsons. Reference there, because who is Steve Bashotti here? Is he Chief Wiggum? Because somewhere, <laughs> if he gets to Chief Wiggum and says, "Where's all the cool gear?" What pictures does he have on Bashotti? And I don't know. That's a hackneyed. Hey old, that's a hackneyed old sort of a reference. That's kind of weak, but something isn't really adding up here. And this is just a dumpster fire. And this is a team, you know, that's they get they're in the playoffs, right? They they clinched the playoff berth, right. but. Something just smells rotten in Denmark about this whole thing, and you you know you sort of laid it out quite nicely there. Back December fourth after the Denver game, he says, "I have more more for you in a couple days." We're in December 29th, and we know left now. Yeah, we got we got no more uh, information now. So you have the those options that are still out there as we spin the uh, quarterback carousel. Always the sign trade franchise tag. There's. There's some of those in the bag as opposed to, hey, let's commit another $180 million or $200 million or whatever that price of poker is. But to your point, yeah, he's trying to say the longer he's out, look how stagnant, stale this offense is. And yet they'll be there flexed into Sunday night football against the rival Pittsburgh Steelers for all well, of us to watch a alone. field goal uh, kicking contest. It could very well be that, but on brand name alone in a standalone game in this day and age where 32 states have legalized sports betting, we're going to be watching. Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, we even watched Creighton and DePaul more than we watched NBA games. Oh, my goodness. We'll get into that in a minute because, you know what, because normally we get a young Sheldon reference out of Steve when we do television ratings. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, what's going to happen here is Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. Jason, off tonight. Bernie Fratto in his stead, host of the Bernie Fratto Show, heard here on Fox Sports Radio. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start walking down the street with this behind me as my walk-up music. Maybe if I can work out for the WWE. I don't know that I really passed the top rope given my height, so that could be problematic. But you know what? Maybe uh, my my guy, uh, former Northwestern Wildcat, who's part of their uh, college program going through and showing up on NXT, I could be his manager. I'll have to send that through on LinkedIn later on tonight, Bernie. Because I think I could be uh, a verbal uh, antagonist in the WWE to great success. Um, Maybe a physical one, too. I've always believed... And I will always believe that size is the most overrated thing in all the sports. You talked about Pele about an hour ago. He was all of about five foot seven. Yeah, no, it's true. Unfortunately for me, I had no foot speed. So size plus that screwed me. Could have been a goalie. Nah, I'd have to jump. Okay. Verticality, a problem. You got it, folks. You've been a great yeah, Well, I'm a realist. Uh, the, the long road uh, ended. Uh, which is how I became uh, so much more engaged and enraptured and 
and holding all the uh, town hall meetings that I did at the lunchroom table back at St. Ignatius College Prep uh, there in beautiful Chicago, Illinois, down on Roosevelt Road. And there you have it. And, of course, you matriculated at uh, the great Northwestern yeah, University they let me in Evanston. I've been on there and uh, I might have even stopped by Mustard's Last Stand. But Nicely that's a, done. Not, yeah, another story for another day. Well, that's it. I mean, you got that. And out here in Southern California, you got the great Portillo's franchise. Portillo's if I beef, could get yeah. it, If I could get it in here warm enough, I'd bring it to the guys. Well, in so Las I Vegas, might just have to, to bring it. You've got one in there, don't you? Well, not yet, but uh, they're going to get one, and and we've got Giordano's Pizza. There you go. Yeah, I know exactly where it is in Vegas. Uh, I've been there on, and brought folks there in the past. Next time I visit, maybe we'll uh, we'll go get a nice slice, little pie, uh, and talk yeah. about the meaning of life there. Hey, coming up uh, on December thirtieth. Uh, we have the next birthday for one LeBron James, born in 1984. Uh, and as we've watched him play the, this year, you know, we, we talk about age being just a number. We watch Tom Brady, and there are moments where you still see the arm strength. You still see the ability, perhaps, to push the ball downfield. Now, the whole of the Buccaneers offense, philosophically, I think we'd all like to sit in a room and ask questions of different sequences playmaking and and really if i could give the magical elixir to one player heading towards the playoffs of they could change a team's fortune that's been injured all year here ryan jensen let's get you healthy and back on that offensive line but the point is that we see guys extending their careers we talked a lot about russell wilson who's what 34 now uh and a guy that we're trying to see have we gone off the cliff is the cliff right on the edge, and he's holding on like so many action-adventure movies, all of those things, where we've got LeBron James, where we've seen some heroic performances to this young NBA season. Earlier this week, he was very honest in his assessment of where they're at when you're trying to match up to different teams if you don't have any Anthony Davis because, well, you don't have a lot of size on this squad. But when asked about his future and how much longer he plans to play in the NBA, James says, quote, I don't have a number. I know as long as my mind stays in it, I can play at this level for a minute. Now, it's up to my mind. My body's going to be okay because if my mind's into it, I'll make sure the body's taken care of, put in the work. And we've seen some great games along the way. Two years, $97 million remaining on the contract. Obviously, the carrot of his son potentially playing in the NBA is out there for him. But the bigger thing is... As he continued down this road in talking about playing, Bernie, he brought up the idea of winning. Right, winning is the fountain of youth in his mind. I'm a winner, and I want to win. I want to win. I want to give myself a chance to win and compete for championships. That's always been my passion. I've always been my goal since I entered the league as an 18-year-old kid. Cue it as an 18-year-old kid out of Akron, Ohio. Got the violins playing in the back. Maybe the sound swells a little bit. I know the step it takes to get there, but once you get there and know how to get there, playing basketball at this level, just to be playing basketball is not in my DNA. It's not in my DNA anymore was the follow-up line there. So triple underscore that. So we'll see what happens and see how fresh my mind stays over the next couple of years. So that's a kind of interesting way to say, hey, Lakers, blank you. (laughs) Yeah, Bill Lumberg, I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree with you. First of all, not you, LeBron. He does play basketball for the sake of being in the spotlight. He has the Bobby Knight syndrome. He realizes that someday – He will not be playing anymore, and he's going to realize that he's missing the spotlight a lot more than the spotlight misses him. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played until he was 42, ended his career in the NBA Finals losing to the Pistons, won two championships after 40. There's been a whole host of guys. 
Dikembe Mutombo, what Robert Parrish, Kevin Willis, lots of guys that played into their 40s that don't have to have a press conference every day to tell us what they had for lunch. I don't care. He can play as long as he wants. I don't care. He likes to get up. He likes platforms. He likes to bloviate. I don't care. And and really, he's not going to win a championship in Los Angeles. I I mean, you got a better chance of uh, of uh, of Led Zeppelin re-recording the Gilligan's Island theme song and selling a million copies than LeBron winning a championship in Los Angeles and save that because I'll I'll own it. That was so one of the great morning show parodies of many many years ago. It, was it really? Oh yeah, it's a good one. And they're here on Gilligan's. Dumbest Island. show of all time, by the way. You don't, gosh darn it. You know, honest to God. No, no, no. That's for our 60s TV show podcast that'll begin an hour five. I mean, you, you got the professor who can build a coke, radio out of a coke and I can't get him on, off the island. Can't build a boat. You, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ginger and Marianne running around, Gilligan. What are you doing? Okay. So the bottom line is this. I don't know why. What precipitated this? Because I guess it's his birthday. Well, it's his birthday, so you start asking, you know, and waxing poetically about all those things because you still have some milestones ahead, right? The Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scoring record. This is it, yes. And he will achieve. You're right. He will achieve that. But beyond that, to hold the microphone and wax philosophical and sort of think and all of a sudden he's oh no we've got pensive lebron today oh the wisdom flowing out of his mouth not i i don't care you're asking the wrong guy forgive me fella i don't mean to pee on the parade tonight but if i never hear another soundbite out of lebron it'll be too soon nicely done yeah i I, bloviating is is certainly i think the proper word in a lot of it i i just think it's the interesting part uh when he adds the it's not in my dna anymore in other words, I've had a lot of bad nights here in Los Angeles, and I'm, I'm really tired of it, which is, is fun because he can't be traded, right, based no. on based on contracts. Who wants that contract? Yeah. Right? And so now it's the, well, what do you do? You have reports out of Los Angeles. Our guy, Dan Wojcicki, uh for the L.A. Times, one of our favorites, a uh, – He's, oh, he's a Chicago he's a native guy. as well. That's yeah. my guy. Yeah, that's 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 one of my best friends in this in this world here. Because uh, we're kindred spirits. Because we find the absurdity in a lot of this together. But the the fact is that you know he had the report that they look like they're more likely to stand pat. Now they've had some good efforts against good teams. Not always on the winning side of things, of course, but. You know, point for the effort. I don't know that that works, and I don't think that's what LeBron's referring to here. I just no. like the the opportunity here as we get into what is NBA New Year, right? Because the first two months, what do we always say? You know, it begins on Christmas. So Luka Doncic had that first great performance of the t- campaign. Uh, Zion Williamson coming up big. Like, you got some great storylines that have developed in what some uh, dismiss as the preseason but the the reality is for the Lakers, we know what they are. They're going to have some nights where things come together and it looks nice and good with him and Davis and with Russell Westbrook. But when it all comes down to it on a, a larger scale, it's going to be a subject of abject misery because they're not good enough to win late, right? We talk about it a lot in the NBA or in the NFL, I should say, with some of these teams and, and close losses and field goal losses, whatever, loss is a loss. Right. That's in the, right. In the end, That's it's, right. the, it's, exactly the, it's right. the base hit to left field that really was just um, it, it's a, it looks like a line drive to left field uh, in the box score when it was actually a swinging bunt that the third baseman <laughs> watched stay inside the chalk line. 
right? In the box score the next well, day. They don't draw pictures. Yeah, hey. right. Exactly. You could have had 37 bunt singles or infield hits, and they all look like you're a guy that knows how to rope the ball in the gap and hit them where they ain't. <laughs> Look, it's like Coach Buttermaker after the Bad News Bears game. Tell us something positive, Ogilvy. Well, Smitty got a foul ball in the sixth inning. There you go. See, the Lakers are 14-21. and 21. Back to reality. They're not going to the playoffs. And Anthony Davis has a, a, another weight-bearing injury. They're calling it a stress injury. I don't know if it's a fracture, if it's a soft tissue injury, if there's a bone. The man's seven feet tall. He's not going to be on the court again for a while. Before you know it, it's going to be April. They're going to be on the outside looking in. Now, my guy, Mark Medina, who's out with me every week, and he still thinks you're going to try to make a trade. But here's the kicker, Mike. You've got to have a dance partner. And they've come close a couple times with Russell Westbrook, Indiana, whatever. Uh, I think there was some talk of the Washington Generals sure. or maybe the Hoboken Zephyrs. Gen- no one wants this guy. Nicely done. Yeah, well, Red Klotz, you know, he turned, the, he turned it down <laughs> because who wants that contract? But to your point. Well, it is expiring, so you at least have that going for you. How about but but look at West? Yeah, you're right, exactly right. At least for the Westbrook thing, it's only a four month thing, and you can literally just tell him to go home and play video games. Well, and that's pretty much look. I give him credit; he's come off the bench. The Lakers, uh, they do play hard. Darvin Ham has sort of a defensive minded team. But it's a young man's league, and the Lakers can't play for four quarters with any quality right. opponent. They, they look good for a while. They look good in, in flashes, right? It's warning track power. That's what this team has. Back to LeBron. He wants to make himself the protagonist no matter what. He wants to make himself the center of attention no matter what. And you're right. It's his birthday. And, yes, he will pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And his legacy is secure. He won championships in three different cities. It's just when he likes to get up there and play Winston Churchill, that, that starts to make my teeth itch. He bores me. <laughs> he bores me. I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm done with you. Move on. Yeah, it's it's just that interesting uh you know, in, inflection point, uh, as it were. You know, one of the jokes from the new uh, Knives Out Glass Onion uh, of malapropisms uh, along the way. So, in LeBron James, uh, you're going to have to just grind this out. And for Laker fans, enjoy the show uh, while you got it, even if it is uh, totaling up losses at the end of the night. We'll continue with a little bit of television ratings, fun and excitement, because uh, Fox aired a game on Sunday that everybody said, what is this all about? And you know what? The people came. The people watched. And maybe their thirst will give them more in 2023. We'll talk about that next. He's Bernie Fratto in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon as we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Greetings and welcome back in. To the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Mike Harmon alongside the loquacious, because I know you use that word for somebody else. Uh, my guy, Bernie Fratto. Uh, you hear him on the Bernie Fratto show Friday into Saturday, following our show Friday night. And then Saturday night, this week, bonus three hours alongside Dan Beyer on Red Zone Radio uh, as he gets you ready for all of the playoff action and implications from games. Uh, shaking their hands in vitriol at fantasy uh, teams that got sunk by bad performances and all those things. Bernie and uh, Dan will have that for you uh, as you go. But uh, I mentioned before, Bernie, because one thing we do love to do uh, here on Fox Sports Radio is we watch a lot of television. I'm not going to lie. We watch a lot of sports. We watch a lot of movies. uh, And we watch a lot of classic shows that have been archived uh, either on one of the many streaming services or in the YouTube world. But when we we know for reality, when it comes down to the dollars and cents of it all in the TV industry, what is it? Live sports, right? We have YouTube that's now putting up all the billions to bring in Sunday Ticket, and we, we've seen rumors of what it's going to cost you for a year. But one thing Fox did on Sunday that paid off in, in a big, big way with a huge rating that when it was being teased during an NFL game, everybody's looking around going, wait, what? Creighton and DePaul had nearly 3 million viewers on a Christmas afternoon. Ponder that for a moment. 
Creighton and DePaul. Now, I remember DePaul uh, of the years of Ray Meyer and then mm-hmm. later his son Joey, Terry Cummings and, and Mark Aguirre and all those guys running around. Uh, that's my youth. But the, the idea that you had a couple of teams that they were approached about the idea of working on Christmas Day and playing and said, well, yeah, right? It's spotlight games, spotlight viewing with the, an NFL game as a lead-in. Are you kidding me? Let's go. Uh, so Marcus Blossom, their athletic director over at Creighton, said, quote, we'll do whatever within reason that's tasteful to promote Creighton, not just the, necessarily the basketball program, but the university. And we feel the university – putting it on display on Christmas Day in front of a national audience, I think it's pretty neat for us. I like the fact that he said it's pretty neat for us, so I think I had to celebrate just his verbiage there because it's it's like small-town, aw shucks kind of thing. But if I'm not mistaken, and I'd seen this report and I was trying to rediscover it uh, for this point in the program, I believe it beat the ratings of every NBA game from Christmas Day except for the Bucks and Celtics. If I, well, if it was I going head up right. against yeah. them. You, you, you do have that right because the Creighton game tipped off at 4.30 uh, Pacific, which is the same time, or check that, 4.30 Eastern, which is the same time, about the same time the Bucks and Celtics tipped off. So you're right. It's a pretty amazing uh, run there. I mean, because it's Creighton-DePaul. Showing our appetite for li- live sports and uh, betting. Well, I mean, and again, not for nothing, you're going up against the Broncos-Rams game, and I get that's not a world-beater game, but the Rams are a major market, so you're going up Which against be, But it became a, a non-game pretty fast, it, it, where well, even yeah. the announcers were joking about how they'd leave if they could. When the Rams hang up a 51 spot with their third string, yeah, yeah, that's you're right about that. So, but to your point, it wasn't like it was the only game in town. Yeah, you got an NBA game. You, you got an NBA game. You got an NFL game. I think the takeaway here, Mike, and you alluded to this, is this may open the door for more college basketball programming on holidays like this. When you consider the fact three million is not a small number. No, you talk about programs on your regular network uh, catalog, right? Some of the sitcoms and dramas and whatever they'd kill for a three. Oh, at this stage of the game, everything that isn't live sports, uh, except for some of your stalwart uh, reality TV uh, entries, uh, they're struggling. And so you, you, <laughs> you like that. That was good. Well, I, I could care less if they're struggling. But I, how does Susie Colbert feel about that? That's what I want. Well, I don't know. Is that website still up that commemorated that famous uh, night, probably oh. the best night the or worst night the Jets have had in a long time. But the the point is that we we look at live sports and we have we've always had all the holiday tournaments, right? Like my kid played one for her for her high school squad, and they now they had some scoring droughts, but they played pretty well, all things considered, here in the holidays. But you see it at every level, and we certainly have had all of these. Hey, go to a tropical destination to play you know, in Hawaii or whatever else. Hey, here's this tournament with eight teams or whatever it's going to be for college hoops all the time. But if you can start breaking in on more holidays where, you know, people are sitting at home looking for options, probably tired of looking at their families. I'm sorry. I love my family too. We all love our families, but let's face it. Everybody in the room at some point finds they're out. The call they have to make the dinner they have to cook, the dog they have to walk, whatever. And, and yours can just be, you know what, I want to watch Creighton DePaul. Well, that, that, that three million numbers is, is not small. When you consider, you know, 
whether it's Law and Order or South Park or some Excellent of the great, done. you know, back last July when they had the very first January 6th hearing, that drew 3 million viewers. That gives them some perspective. That certainly puts it in perspective as we go. At Bernie Fratto, where you find him on Twitter, you can find me over at Swollen Dome. At Harmon Rants, uh, the new year will begin, begin TikTok videos. Not me dancing necessarily, unless there's a pay-for performance kind of situation there that I'm more than happy to oblige. Uh, coming up next, we'll turn our attention back to the National Football League. Story of the week as it continues. Hey, Bernie's in Vegas, so we'd be remiss if we didn't peel that onion back a little more. That's next on Fox. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 